Financial residency podcasts are brought to you this week by weatherbyhealthcare.com. Just as the right advice helps you thrive financially, the right support team allows you to excel professionally. Weatherby Healthcare's locums experts will match you with the best jobs, prepare you for success, and provide 24-7 support. The bottom line is that working locums with Weatherby helps you earn more money and take better control of your career. If that sounds like music to your ears, head over to weatherbyhealthcare.com payday to get started. Welcome to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino, brought to you by Financial Residency. John owns contract diagnostics and is an expert on physician contract negotiation and compensation review. If you have an idea for a podcast or a question you would like for him to answer on one of his shows, please email podcast at financialresidency.com. Now grab your cup of Java and get ready for Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. Hi, everybody. This is John, another edition of Coffee and Contracts. Thanks to Tammy and the FR crew for allowing us this platform to share what we've learned over the past 12 plus years and well into the five digit for contract reviews. So today we're talking about negotiations, what makes sense, email or phone. Obviously, live is fantastic. But if you can't, we think that a phone conversation makes the most sense. Many physicians feel comfortable with an email. They'll talk to us or they'll come up with their own points. They might redline the agreement or have an attorney do so and then send it to the employer to say, these are the changes. Don't do that. Employers don't want a redline copy of what's likely a contract that most other physicians have. They want a discussion. They like you want to explain things. And by having an attorney or yourself just mark up a contract and say, there, those are the changes I want. There's no context for the changes. There's no explanation. There's no ability for a dialogue. The employers that we've talked to don't want to see red lines. They would much rather have a conversation to be able to explain things, negotiate back and forth if they feel that it's negotiable, which is, again, more challenging in an email. So if you put on your email something like, I know you're offering 300, I'd like 350. And they reply back, they could say no. And then where do we go, right? They could say 350 is our offer. They forget to answer it because they're answering everything else. Now it makes it challenging to go back and rephrase the question, to ask them differently, to ask a dial down question, to seek to understand their perspective and their point on something. So we think what makes most sense is take all of your points, have everything looked at, have everything reviewed, add your own, have all of your points written down, and what you'd like to accomplish with it. Email the employer, potential employer, and say, look, I'd like, I've had everything reviewed. I've got lots of questions on this great opportunity that I'd love to stay here for a long time. When can we talk? Get them on the phone and go through. We talked an algorithm message last week as far as finding the algorithm for your particular contract based on your algorithm for your clinical skill sets and how you can kind of merge the two together. But think through that algorithm, have all of your points documented, get them on the phone and go through and ask them and have a dialogue with them. Have a discussion, not a one-way email or a red line copy. So for example, we love the question when it comes to compensation. They're offering 250 and the physician wants 300. We don't like just saying, hey, let's talk about pay. Can I have 300? We think there's a much easier, smoother way to go about it, right? First thing, let's seek to understand. So hey, tell me, how do you guys come up with the base salaries at this job? Have you ever paid anyone more than the 250 you're offering me? 
if I had more experience or spoke a second language or, or was it, were a new grad or had that extra fellowship, maybe a cardiac anesthesia versus general anesthesia, is there a stipend for that? Is there a difference in pay? And we can kind of get some information from them before we formulate our ask, which again, this is very difficult through email. It requires many back and forth. Lots of stuff can be taken out of context on an email, or they may just forget to reply. Or they may be trying to find answers and you don't know if you upset them or not because you haven't heard from them for three days. And maybe they got a sick kid. Or like I said, they're trying to track down answers to your questions. Or maybe you did piss them off because you said something that you shouldn't have. Or they took it in a different way. Maybe They read it differently than you intended it for. Which is why these phone conversations are so vitally important. Because we can have a dialogue. We can ask them questions. If they say something like, look, you say, I'd like to ask for 300. And they say, we just can't offer 300,000, Dr. Smith. And you say, oh, okay, I get it. Have you ever offered more than 250 before? Nice, easy question. You know, and maybe they come to 275. Maybe they say, look, we just increased, it was 200 last year. We just increased it to 250 this year. There's no way we can go higher. Okay, that's a dialogue that's better to have on a phone, right? We, again, we talked about algorithms. Maybe they say no to this, but they'll say yes to something else. So having that dialogue on the phone is important. It also allows you to just ask clarifying questions that maybe won't be in the contract, right? What are your expectations for my production in year one? Do you think I'll do 5,000 RVUs or 6,000? How many patients do you start scheduling me in? How many per hour is typical for an established physician? What kind of technology do you guys have? I didn't see the ultrasound machine when I did my walkthrough and visit. Is there one available for me? Right? Things that don't usually make it into contracts, these are what these conversations are for. And there's lots of ways that we can coach and guide you on how to have them in a very constructive, very beneficial, mutually beneficial manner. So I hope that helps as far as how to negotiate. Don't send a red line. Don't have some lawyer that doesn't know anything about the position or your goals or the compensation of the employer or the market. Do a red line and send it to them with no comments or even with comments. Don't email, don't take emails. Even from us, I say, don't take our communications and just email them over as if they're your own. That's not a good take. You know, get on the phone with them, have a dialogue, take good notes, email them afterwards, documenting everything, right? Thank you for your time today, Mary. We talked about A and you said B. We talked about C and you said D. You said the call's one and three and I get paid a thousand bucks for more, right? So document everything. Let me know if I missed anything is what the bottom line email should say. If I've misunderstood or if I've missed anything, and then if they're going to update the terms of the contract, of course, you can put on your expectations. I would love to see something finalized and in writing within five days so I can sign and we can get this thing done. We can start credentialing and respectively go celebrate. So on this session, the goal is to say, let's have conversations. Let's not just send emails and red lines. Let's have dialogues. Let's not have one-way communications. Let's seek to understand and seek to figure out what their view is, right? Their point of view, not just push what you want on them in what may be considered a selfish way. So let's have conversations. Let's have dialogues. Let's do due diligence. Let's really unpack the totality of the opportunity, which can only be done with a very in-depth, very granular discussion. And then you guys will have all the information you need to make a decision on that job opportunity. So I hope that provides some interesting things to think about as you come up on your contract negotiation in the future. If we can help with anything, of course, we're always here. Reach out to us at contractdiagnostics.com or 
through the FR website. We're here to help in any way we can. Have a fantastic rest of the week, everybody. If you're ready to start boosting your earning power with locums, head over to weatherbyhealthcare.com slash payday to learn more. Thank you for listening to Coffee and Contracts with John Apino. If you need a contract reviewed or want to know if you are being paid fairly, go to contractdiagnostics.com. See you next time.